top five of 2023. Since books are extremely personal and subjective, I thought it might be useful to offer a list of my favorite books ever before presenting you with my five favorite books of last year, so you can gain some perspective into my preferences and decide whether we have similar literary taste. My favorite books. Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov, The Devil in the Flesh by Raymond Draguet, The Reader by Ben Hutchling, Maya of Rest and Relaxation by Atessa Moshfeg, A Happy Death by Albert Camus, The Fall by Albert Camus, Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, and Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. Now, in no particular order, here are the best five books I read last year. American Psycho, four out of five stars. The 1999 novel American Psycho by Bret Easton Ellis is an investigation into 1980s America's obsession with materialism, excess, and the notion of the American dream. The narrator, Patrick Bateman, is a wealthy investment banker with sadistic and homicidal tendencies. As the novel unfolds, the readers are taken on a thrilling journey through the protagonist's deeply disturbed and dark psyche and the actions that result of it. Even though the main character is an insufferable sociopath with very disturbing thoughts, I found the narrative voice of this novel extremely intriguing and unique. I enjoyed the satirical tone of the whole book and its exploration into greed, superficiality, materialism, wealth, and power. However, even though it added to his character, I didn't find the chapters of the narrator reviewing the entire discography of certain musical artists particularly interesting. Crime and Punishment, 4.5 out of 5 stars. Fyodor Dostoevsky's 1866 novel Crime and Punishment is a seminal work of Russian literature that focuses on the intricacies of the human psyche. Following the novel's protagonist, Raskolnikov, the reader is taken on a journey through his life after committing a heinous murder. Battling with his own sense of guilt and morality, Raskolnikov has to deal with the consequences of his cruel actions. The novel delves into the themes of morality, existentialism, empathy, and self-control. The most interesting aspect of crime and punishment to me is the main character's internal struggle, trying to understand his own actions not matching his moral compass. The themes that permeate the entire narrative and the backdrop of 19th century Russia was very compelling to me. Gone Girl, 4.75 out of 5 stars. Gone Girl is a psychological thriller written by acclaimed author Gillian Flynn and published in 2012. Exploring themes of marriage and betrayal, it follows the alternating perspectives of the main characters Nick and Amy Dunn. When Amy mysteriously goes missing on the day of the couple's fifth wedding anniversary, chaos ensues in the small town of North Carthage. Media scrutiny intensifies on Amy's husband, Nick, who is the prime suspect of the crime. Gone Girl is a book I didn't expect to like half as much as I did, since I'm not typically drawn to thrillers, but it completely transcends the constraints of its genre. More than anything else, it is a very intricate character study of two deeply flawed individuals and a meditation on the human condition, betrayal, companionship, and the female experience in heterosexual relationships. Gillian Flynn's masterful writing and nuanced exploration of the characters creates a compelling reading experience, which, I, which is why I found it extremely memorable and captivating, despite the fact that I usually prefer character-driven rather than plot-driven books. I think regardless of which one you prefer, this book caters to everyone. Lowborn, 4.25 out of 5 stars. In a 2019 memoir, Lowborn, Growing Up, Getting Away and Returning to Britain's Poorest Towns, Carrie Hudson shares her personal journey about growing up in poverty in different towns in the UK 
and revisiting those places as an adult who now lives a stable life as a successful author. Even though Kerry Hudson's narrative voice is humorous and doesn't take itself too seriously, reading Lowborn was quite a depressing but necessary experience. When reading the book, you can tell how hard it is for Carrie Hudson to revisit her childhood in writing and also physically revisit all the places she grew up in. I think she did an amazing job of humanizing all the people that are mentioned in the book, even the ones who have caused her immense trauma. The book highlights a lot of daily struggles of poverty or problems that aren't exclusive to, but often correlated to poverty. I found Carrie Hudson's story very moving, thoroughly enjoyed her writing style, and would recommend the book to anyone. Say Nothing, 5 out of 5 stars. The non-fiction book Say Nothing, a true story of murder and memory in Northern Ireland, was written by author and journalist Patrick Radden-Keefe and released in 2018. It is an exploration into the violent troubles that plagued Northern Ireland from the 1960s to late 1990s. Exceptionally well-researched and examined, it specifically delves into the disappearance of Jean McConville, a widowed mother of 10 children who was killed by the Irish Republican Army. As the author tries to uncover more information about her mysterious disappearance and death, he chronicles the lives of IRA members involved in her abduction. Say Nothing is the only book I've ever rated 5 out of 5 stars, the simple reason being that I couldn't find a single flaw in it. It kept me interested from start to finish, which is rare, and I found Keith's writing style very engaging. The way he talked about the people involved was very respectful, and he seemed to engage with everyone he interviewed and interacted with in good faith. In my opinion, he seemed genuinely empathetic in his assessments. I wouldn't recommend this book to people who have absolutely no interest in history or politics, but if I were to recommend any book that contains these themes, it would be Say Nothing. I do, however, think that the marketing for this book is a little misleading since it seems more like a murder mystery, true crime story, judging from the title and cover, when really the author mostly uses the story of Jean McConville as a the way to talk about the troubles and history of Northern Ireland. Honourable mentions of books that I read last year that didn't quite make it into my top five, but are still considered to be great are Donna Tartt's 1992 novel, The Secret History, Patti Smith's memoir, Just Kids, and Charles Webb's 1963 novel, The Graduate.